Hello everyone, this is Tiffany with Shining Light Ministries SLM. I'm so glad we get to fellowship again here in the beacon. Stay tuned, we are on John chapter 12. Tiffany with Shining Light Ministries SLM. Let's devotion together. Stay tuned. Welcome back. We are on chapter 12 of John here today in the beacon, where we read one chapter of the Bible a day. As always, I encourage you to get in a place where you can focus fully on the Father through the reading of His Word. Even if you're doing this as a family, turn off the TV and put the devices on Do Not Disturb and let's fellowship intimately with the Lord. Now let's start by letting the Holy Spirit know He is welcome to do what He does best. Help us out. All right, Holy Spirit, you are so welcome to fellowship with us and in us today. We need you. Please do what the Father, Daddy God, wants you to do in each and every one of us. We know that you know his heart, so we ask you to help us to learn his heart. Whichever way you choose, however you choose to do it, we are not going to quench you. We know that according to Ephesians 3 and 20, that God is able to do the exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. We know that God's power working er, working and indwelling in us is you, Holy Spirit. We don't have an option. We need you. And even in our complete need of you, we absolutely welcome you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We ask and we believe this. Amen. All right. Well, let's get started with reading the word of God today. Chapter 12 of John is what we're doing today. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. Of course, whatever translation you have or you use, go with that. However, the Holy Spirit works with you. Again, this is John chapter 12. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Six days before the Passover celebration began, Jesus arrived in Bethany, the home of Lazarus, the man he had raised from the dead. A dinner was prepared in Jesus' honor. Martha served, and Lazarus was among those who ate with him. Then Mary took a 12-ounce jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard, and she anointed Jesus' feet with it, wiping his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance. But Judas Iscariot, the disciple who would soon betray him, said, that perfume was worth out years' wages. It should have been sold and the money given to the poor. Not that he cared for the poor. He was a thief. And since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some for himself. Jesus replied, Leave her alone. She did this in preparation for my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. When all the people heard of Jesus' arrival, 
They flocked to see him, and also to see Lazarus, the man Jesus had raised from the dead. Then the leading priest decided to kill Lazarus too, for it was because of him that many other people had deserted them and believed in Jesus. The next day, the news that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem swept through the city. A large crowd of Passover visitors took palm branches and went down the road to meet him. They shouted, Praise God! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hail to the King of Israel! Jesus found a young donkey and rode on it, fulfilling the prophecy that said, Don't be afraid, people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming, riding on a donkey's colt. His disciples didn't understand at the time that this was a fulfillment of prophecy. But after Jesus entered into his glory, they remembered what had happened and realized that these things had been written about him. Many in the crowd had seen Jesus call Lazarus from the tomb, raising him from the dead, and they were telling others about it. That was the reason so many went out to meet him, because they had heard about this miraculous sign. Then the Pharisees said to each other, There's nothing we can do. Look, everyone has gone after him. Some Greeks who had come to Jerusalem for the Passover celebration paid a visit to Philip, who was from Beth uh, Bethsaida in Galilee. They said, Sir, we want to meet Jesus. Philip told Andrew about it, and they went together to ask Jesus. Jesus replied, now the time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone. But its death will produce many new kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. Those who love their life in this world will lose it. Those who care nothing for their life in this world will keep it for eternity. Anyone who wants to be my disciple must follow me, because my servants must be where I am, and the Father will honor anyone who serves me. Now, my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray, Father, save me from this hour? But this is the very reason I came. Father, bring glory to your name. Then a voice spoke from heaven, saying, I have already brought glory to my name, and I will do so again. When the crowd heard the voice, some thought it was thunder, while others declared an angel had spoken to him. Then Jesus told them, The voice was for your benefit, not mine. The time for judging this world has come, when Satan, the ruler of this world, will be cast out. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this to indicate how he was going to die. The crowd responded, We understood from scripture that the Messiah would live forever. How can you say the Son of Man will die? Just who is this Son of Man anyway? Jesus replied, My light will shine for you just a little longer. Walk in the light while you can, so the darkness will not overtake you. Those who walk in the darkness cannot see where they are going. 
Put your trust in the light while there is still time. Then you will become children of the light. After saying these things, Jesus went away and was hidden from them. But despite all the miraculous signs Jesus had done, most of the people still did not believe in him. This is exactly what Isaiah the prophet had predicted. Lord, who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? But the people could not believe. For as Isaiah also said, The Lord has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so that their eyes cannot see and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me, and I and have me heal them. Isaiah was referring to Jesus when he had said this because he saw the future and spoke of the Messiah's glory. Many people did believe in him, however, including some of the Jewish leaders, but they wouldn't admit it for fear that the Pharisees would expel them from the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than the praise of God. Jesus shouted to the crowds, If you trust me, you are trusting not only me, but also God who sent me. For when you see me, you are seeing the one who sent me. I have come as a light to shine in this dark world, so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. I will not judge those who hear me, but don't obey me. For I have come to save the world and not to judge it. But all who reject me, and my message will be judged on the day of judgment by the truth I have spoken. I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it, and I know his commands lead to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. And that, my friends, was is John chapter 12 right it was or is so amazing right it's so amazing what an amazing chapter you know when i was studying this chapter in preparation uh to fellowship with you all the holy spirit just really did a work on me allowing me to see through scripture how much god really does love us oh you guys god loves us and we see his love written all over John chapter 12. I absolutely just adored reading this and, um, and just really studying for this chapter. It was so enriching. All right. Well, let's move along to our torchlighters. Okay. Let's go deeper. All right. Torchlighter number one. In verse three, Mary anoints Jesus's feet. After this, there was um, uh, the aroma of the fragrance or the essence of nard filled the house, right? What does this verse unfold regarding praise and worship and its importance? I'll say it again. In verse 3, Mary anoints Jesus' feet. And after this, the fragrance, the essence of nard filled the house, right? What does this verse unfold regarding praise and worship and its importance. So connect what Mary did to praise and worship and tell of its importance. Now go to verses four through seven. What does it reveal about Satan's response to praise and worship? 
And what does Jesus's response to Judas, the enemy, show in the results of our praise? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Number three, we read within John 12, the Pharisees plot to kill Lazarus as he was a living testimony to God's awesome power at work. In other words, the work Jesus did on Lazarus was so profound that the masses was flocking to Christ. The Pharisees, however, realized there was nothing they could do in stopping Jesus. So how does this show you how utterly profound and impactful your own John 11, 11 moment will be to those around you and even the world. And for those who, you know, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, this is your first time joining, go back and listen to 1111, uh, wake up. And John 1111 is that wake up moment for you when Jesus himself is uh, waking up the dead things in your life and showing you off to the world. Okay. Next, in verse 27, we see the human emotion of Jesus. Yet Jesus put his human or fleshy desires aside and followed the will of his father instead. How can you apply this example to your own life? Again, look at verse 27. We can see Jesus and his human emotions. Yet Jesus put his human or fleshy desires aside and followed the will of his father instead. Now, how can you and I apply this example to your own life? All right. And our final torch lighter for today. Towards the end of the chapter, we learn that despite all Jesus had taught, shown, and done for the people, many still refused, and I'm going to say refused, to believe in Jesus. What does this speak to our witness for Christ? Uh, when we're praying or interceding for others, okay? What does it tell you when we're... Uh, when we're interceding for others, praying for others, believing for others, or um, as we all should be being fishers of men. What does this speak to that? Okay. And um, I really encourage, or I really, really want to urge you to stay connected to the Holy Spirit to answer these torch lighters. Okay. And, um, even if the Holy Spirit has revealed something else to you, you know, aside from uh, these things that these questions are just supposed to highlight and point out, definitely hone in on those things, okay? This is not a replacement of the Holy Spirit and what he will say, hey, go here, go there, or bring peace in this situation, or turn the light bulb for you, or say, go define this word. Go with the leading of the Holy Spirit, okay? The torchlighters are just supposed to highlight some things, but you still also have to depend on him to even answer those questions because he will make it very specific to you, your situation, your calling, your destiny to the people around you. Okay. So stay connected with the Holy Spirit so he can give you, you know, one on one information just for you. Okay. Well, that is going to conclude the beacon for today. So that means you'll have to tune back in for John chapter 13. I will not leave without offering prayer. So if you need prayer or would like prayer for anything at all, it doesn't matter what it is, 
leave it in the comments. Please pray for me and I will lift you up there. And it allows others to pray for you as well, uh, keeping us all connected as a community through prayer. If you want to be more detailed, go ahead, email me at shininglightmen at outlook.com. Again, that's shininglightmen, M-I-N, at outlook.com. And I will lift you up there as well, okay? You can stay connected as well through Facebook, okay? You can go to Shining Light Ministries' Facebook page at Shining Light Men. That's Shining Light Men, M-I-N. And you can also reach us on Instagram as well with Shining Light Men. And there you will see bonus definitions or bonus sources of information on Instagram, okay? Feel free to also subscribe to SLM's YouTube channel, Shining Light Ministries. Go ahead and like and subscribe and click the notification bell so you can be posted on anything that is uploaded, okay? If you are a person who loves to uh, listen to podcasts on the commute to and from work or just in the car, just podcast as your thing, guess what? You can now listen to The Beacon via podcast, all right? We are on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, Breaker, and more. So you can reach out to us uh, on podcasts uh, with Tiffany with Shining Light Ministries. You can stay connected to us there as well. Okay. Well, like I said, that concludes the beacon for today. John chapter 13 is next on the beacon. So you'll have to tune back in for that. And as always, you all be and stay blessed.